Hi, welcome to the Coffee Chat Show here on Buzzing Potato, the show we talk about things happening right here, right now, as well as general news, tips, information, and advice. And today, I'm absolutely dying. Casey's joining me from Tanner Country, probably. How you doing, my friend? They're very well, very well. You? Um, do you know what? I'm really, really big. Guys, now listen, I'll, I'll, I'm going to go off in a little tangent in a minute, because I want to talk about Casey's been here. What, how many years have you been here now? Mm, 27. 27 years. So 27 years of knowledge, and I'm going to... Because you, you specialise in property, real estate, and yeah. so you've got your finger on the pulse. We're going to talk about a few things that I need to know the answer to. But also, movers and shakers. You've re resurrected movers and shakers. Yes, yes. That's fantastic. Yes. If you're in business, guys, trust me, this is something you want to learn about because it's if you're here particularly, fantastic networking for local businesses and like-minded people here. Uh, and if you're actually available online, if you're business trading online, again, this is a fantastic opportunity to connect with very, very... Uh, powerful influencers here that uh, are in the business community. So it's great that you've done that. I'm so pleased. Yeah, me too. I'm so pleased. <laughs> <laughs> and you still got your hair. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, I'm pulling it out sometimes, but yes, yes, we're still around. So 27 years, mate. Yeah, yeah, it's a long what time. What got you over here? Um, my passion for food, to be honest. Was it? Yeah, I, uh, I've i got a background of 20 years of hospitality in, yeah. in Europe. And uh, until a friend of mine invited me to set up a luxury restaurant yeah. in Asia. And I said, where in Asia? And he said, well, I'm in Thailand. Oh, where in Thailand? He said, in Pattaya. Okay, I'm in. So uh, we opened up a restaurant on Beach Road um, called Samsara. Yeah. And uh, it was very successful, but it only lasted for two years because we sold it to Pizza Hut. Oh. And then slowly but surely, I rolled into real estate. And last June, Town & Country Property, my company... Uh, celebrated its 20th anniversary. 20th anniversary, fair play, fair play. So 27 years ago, what was Walking Street like? Oh. Uh, was it even there? It was, the, yes, it was the same length as it is now. Okay. Uh, but there's a bit more neons at the moment. And uh, But what's more interesting from a property perspective is that large chunks of Patia City were still greenfields. Mm. So I've seen the whole property industry moving in and onto Pattaya City, slowly but surely, all these green fields disappeared and uh, the city became mature. So let's go back to the 27 years ago then. So when you were looking at Walking Street and around Pattaya City and the way it's developed, I'm guessing back then there was a lot of rumours saying, oh, this is going to happen, that's going to happen. And right now, as we sit here now, we've got a lot of rumours going on right now. So how many times have you been told that there's going to be a luxury cruise liner coming into the city and that they're going to dig out Bally High Pier and allow that to happen? Well, what, what's your thoughts on these kind of rumours? Um, well, in particularly about the cruise line, mm. and I think you know that of me, that me and my son, we all, always go on a cruise, right? Mm. Yeah. years already. So I really love the idea if they would do it mm. because I think it could for the city, for the image of the city, whether they're going to do it, that's always a question mark, right? Mm. So it's kind of the same like when there's a new mayor election, they always fold out the plans of yeah. having a high-speed train or a BTS in Patia City, you know, yeah. uh, to improve public transport, and it never materializes. <laughs> so um, what about the rumor of the casino? I know, yes. Or half of Walking Street that becomes a boulevard. And so there's a couple of them. Whether they're going to materialize or not, let's see. But any idea that benefits the image of Patia, I think, is very welcome. I think there's a there's a strong sort of push now because they've taken a lot of the neons down in Walking Street. Yeah, yeah. And do you, do you think that they really are going to really push towards changing the demographic of Walking Street, being the fact that that's the most famous street in the whole of Thailand? 
No, not at all. See, the reason why these neons came down was just uh, another uh, step into the direction, see how good I am. If there's a new guy in charge, they always oh, things yeah. like this, right? So they call it for fire safety. Mm. Now, the uh, the secret about Walking Street is actually not that much the Agogo girls that are dancing there. It's more, it more of a tourist attraction. It yeah. became a real tourist yeah. attraction. I remember a couple of years ago, I had a customer who was interested in buying an entertainment venue and he asked me on a Friday night, I would like to inspect the property at eight o'clock evening. I said, okay, I'll be waiting for you at the entrance of Walking Street at Starbucks. And uh, he called me, he said, I'm a little bit late. I'm on my way from Bangkok, but I'll be there around 8.30. So I was sitting there watching the traffic that was walking into Walking Street. Mm -hmm. And to my surprise, it's not the old ugly men like we are. <laughs> But it's couples, it's families with yeah. young children, uh, having their handy cam ready to make pictures of the neons. And yeah. Like I said, it's a tourist attraction, and it's certainly not the intention of Thailand to make Walker Street the most popular street in Thailand, for sure. Um, but it is what it is, you know. For people that feel tempted to go there and visit, you know, that you are cool, but there's a hundred thousand, a lot of things you can do in Patia that are I know, yeah. it's nice. I know, yeah, people don't ever get that. The amount of people say to me, oh, it's just a sleazy this, that, and the other, I'm like, actually, there's 27 golf courses here, there's more tourist attractions than any, any other region of Thailand. There's so much going on there. You know, you could say the same thing about Bangkok, you know, if people ask me, oh, you live in Patia, right? Oh, wow, you go to Walking Street? I say, well, where do you live then? In Bangkok, okay. So you go to Nana Plaza yeah, every night. Yeah. So it's yeah. your call, right? So yeah. So in terms of like nowadays, I mean, how's the property market in general here? Um, see, I compare the property market like the waves in Hawaii. If you're on a surfboard on a lucky day, you know the wave goes up high and then yeah. low, low. And see, as a broker, we kind of always benefit of the condition of the market, no matter what it is. If the prices are low, investors are buying in and they sell off at the prices are high. Mm. So on this wave, we kind of always, you know, going through the, the zones of, you know, it's not black, it's not white, we're always a bit gray. Yeah. But the property market in general, I think it's uh, at the moment during low season, it's a bit quiet, but it's also a bit quiet because of the political unrest, so to say. People don't really know what's going on uh, back in Bangkok and what's happening with who's going to be the prime minister. Uh, Chinawatra just uh, arrived this morning on Bangkok Airport, which is a fact. It's confirmed. Um, so let's see. Let's see. I I don't know. But in general, running a business like town and country property for twenty years now, yeah. and I'm still here. Yeah. So that you know, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. I'm going to ask you one question. You don't have to answer if you don't want to, because I don't know how this might be. But what's your thoughts on the waterfront? Because it seems to have just dug its heels in there, and it's just an eyesore, and I. And correct me, because I'm I know I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, right? So and Katie is, he's gonna explain the real side of it. But the way I see it is that isn't there a loggerheads that they they changed the distance between the, the uh, edge of the water was was less to be a hundred meters or something like that, and then the fired uh, the fired uh, stairwell on the right hand side was too narrow and that they had to change stuff and then they said, Right, we're not doing it, they pulled out and so the city won't pay to bring the building down. Now that's the kind of rubbish that well not rubbish, that's what's going around. Now tell me the real thing, if you don't mind. Uh, yeah, there's a lot more rumors than just okay. that, right? So, um, well, first of all, I think it's a shame mm, yeah, definitely. that the waterfront is not completed. Yeah. Um, it 
should have been completed six years ago, mm-hmm. and it would have been a landmark oh, gotcha. for Patria City, yeah. absolutely. I know the developers in the background, and um, my personal opinion, okay, there's two rumors that kind of stand out, mm-hmm. right? Um, one is that there's an issue related to the ownership of the clear title deeds. Okay. Uh, because that's still a dispute between government and who actually owns these title deeds. When the waterfront was born and bought by a group of Israeli investors, it came with an approved EIA ah, license. I gotcha. So there was no issue whatsoever that this building wouldn't be approved. Mm-hmm. However, when it became a viral argument by a few visitors on top of Mappert A, on top of the Pratamak Hill, mm-hmm. that said, hey, our king on the horse, the statue which is there, yeah. is instead of overlooking the city and make sure everything is positive and cool, now suddenly looking at this building, what's going on there? Who's the developer who built it? Uh, and I think out of this viral discussion, perhaps some... Let's say some people were stepped on toes that they better better could not do oh, something okay. like this. And then you had the intervention of the change of government, uh, whereby Prayut came in charge and um, um, any of the local uh, governors or mayor or really were kind of held back to take a firm decision whether this building would continue, yes or no. Gotcha. Now... To take this building down is a major caution. It would be much better to try and to to connect these partners back to each other again and just finish mm-hmm. the building and solve the problem. Uh, whether that's going to happen, I don't know. And I know a little bit more, but mm-hmm. I mean, no, that's fair enough. No, that's fair. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Well, I mean, fingers crossed. Like you said, if they did finish it off, what an iconic building! Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you know, what an iconic building! Isn't you know, fingers crossed that they can come to some conclusion in the near. I hope so. Been a few years now. Yeah, it's been, yeah, I hope. Talking about a few years, movers and shakers. Yeah, that's a few years. Now. I can't believe it. I mean, <laughs> now I just want to just explain movers and shakers is basically it's a, a corporate networking opportunity to come into some beautiful places. We're here at the Amari, uh, which is a five star hotel. It's very very nice, and you've you've just put together what I what I can only say is like the elite of the elite networking opportunities that you can come to if you're in a business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you, but you, you shrug your shoulders occasionally, but you have, you know, you've done an, an incredible job. When did Movers and Shakers first start? That was a long time ago. The, uh, the first event was held on 25th of September in 2009. 2009? That's nearly 15 years ago. Just rolled off the tip of your tongue there. And certainly 15 kilos ago. <laughs> where, where, where did the idea come from? I was the, uh, the chairman of the Lighthouse Club. Oh, and yeah. I stepped down when the Lighthouse Club, I thought, reached its peak, <laughs> which was a sit-down gala dinner for more than 250 guests paying a, a handsome fee to get in. And I thought, you know, it can't get much bigger mm-hmm. than this. And I thought, you know, I'll leave it back to the committee and um, I'm going to concentrate on real estate. Um, however... Um, people started to ask me, why don't you become involved in yet another network or something of some kind? And I remember I was at one of the British Chamber networking events. Uh, Back then, many years ago, was basically just a one-month event Mm -hmm. from one Irish pub to another. And uh, 
with much respect, fun? With, with much respect, it was a, a Friday evening piss up. And but I was the co-sponsor there, and I was seated outside on the terrace, and uh, with a couple of friends. And I said, you know, let's try to organize maybe a golf tournament. And then if we organize a golf tournament, because not everybody's into golf, mm. and then when there's the pricing at the end of the, the tournament, we come together with people that are also invited to join us for some kind of a networking. Event. I gotcha. And um, one of my friends was in the moving business, literally. And for a company in Bangkok, and I, and he brought up, you know, how are we going to call it? I said, well, I don't know, uh, what about shakers and movers? I'm from Holland, right? So I'm not a native English speaker. And he corrected me and he said, no, 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 it's not shakers and movers. It's movers and shakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's when it was born on the 25th of September 2009. The golf tournament was a Texas scramble. But I think there's a maximum pack of 125 or something that can play. Oh, rubbish at golf. I'm not a golf. No, no, same as that. I'm rubbish. Anyway, so that rubbish. was fully booked very quickly. Uh, but then to my surprise, there was a total of 400 guests that showed up on the evening. And at around 7.30, it was plushed away by a rainstorm that took about 20 minutes. But luckily, we had a bit of shelter, so nobody could leave back to the car because they would be soaking wet. So everybody was taking a shelter, and then after 20 minutes, the event resumed again, and, you know, it was very, very successful. But I learned one thing, I'm never going to do an outdoor event anymore. So from there on, we started to organize the events in in really, I would say, pot. No, yeah. Not only in Patia, but also in Bangkok. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, We've we've done a lot in Bangkok, and I would say nearly every five-star hotel we we visited, even up to the St. Regis, where they just opened up. And it was best, it was very colorful, and it was very interesting, because when you organize events in Bangkok, it's very segmented. Mm -hmm. Segmented means that if you are on a hotel in Sukhumvit area, you have a Sukhumvit crowd. If you're in the Ceylon area, you have a Ceylon crowd. Riverside, et cetera, et cetera. So in terms of quality networking, that was really, really good because every event, all the faces, all the guests changes. So yeah. you keep on meeting new, new interesting people. In Patia, it's more like a family welcoming. Yeah. And especially now after two years of silence, we did one last year at the Marriott Courtyard in Walmart, which was also very successful. But people still had to get used to the idea of, oh, we don't need to wear a face mask. Yeah, anymore. yeah. But now everybody's kind of back to normal, and here we are this Friday. This Friday, Friday yeah. A couple of days ago. of August, yeah, a couple of days' time. So let's see what happens. What time does it start? Uh, it starts, we kick off at 6 o'clock. At uh, 6 o'clock. So explain a bit more about music and it's not just the networking you i mean it's a fantastic venue but obviously there's uh, free flow uh, drinks available there's a fantastic buffet yes um i mean explain a bit more about that we charge only 750 baht to get in to join yeah uh, which entitles you for a free flow like you said of, of nice drinks and and food provided but also a lot of entertainment Mm. So we are known for quality entertainment, yeah. we are yeah. known for special surprises. It's a bit of a, I would say, glamorous event, you know. Oh, it's the, great. The ladies oh, they dress up. They love it. And um, so I'd like to keep it that way because it gives this little niche to the yeah. event, right? So, And because we don't have members for movies, because people just come and go as they wish. Mm. So that means we don't 
care about your nationality background or business background or male, female, whatever. Um, we welcome everyone. Mm. And that makes the Movers and Shakers event very colorful. Yeah. And so it's casual networking in a posh way, but very nice. It's fun. I have to say, guys, if you are here on holiday and you're in the business world of being able to communicate with business clients via online, then, uh, you know, get in touch. Uh, I'll put all the details down to me because, honestly, you are literally, what Casey does is he just picks up everybody that's in business here and puts them into one location where it says, have a walk around, say hello. And the, the connection that you can make here are fantastic. Fantastic. And and it's not just here as well. Guys come down from Bangkok. I mean, I mean I've been to a few of your of your events and they're brilliant and i'm you know i'm, I'm chatting to guys oh, where are you from oh, i've come down from bangkok I'm yes. like, really wow you know many you you reach a big audience it's a good excuse to have a nice weekend in Batia on the beach anyway mm. and uh, but we are jointly promoted with the british chamber of commerce dutch chamber of commerce um so all of their members reach our invitation to join and um, so, and yes, there's a lot of interest from Bangkok business mm. people for sure. Yeah, well, there you go, guys. Friday, get yourself down there. Honestly, you won't be disappointed. In terms of organising these events, I mean, I'm, I'm guilty. You know, I just chip up and say, hey, Casey, how you doing, mate? Cheers, lovely, well done. I mean, what's the biggest headache? The biggest headache? Wow. <laughs> That's a very good question. Actually, there is a little bit of stress that pairs with organising the event. Yes. First of all, you can't buy a pre-sale ticket. So we don't do any memberships. We don't know who's coming, who's not coming. We have no ideas about quantity. Hmm. We know the quality, but not the quantity. Okay. So in and after COVID, I noticed that a lot of the ingredients for Moves and Shakers became a lot more expensive. Right. It's not just the venues that we're paying for and the food, but it's also the alcohol, the beers and the wines and whatever. They really increased in price. And uh, so we really need to get the numbers in for this Friday because if not, I have to chip it in by myself. And uh, that would mean the end. We don't, yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't you, want that. But you just took the words out of my because I was just about to say to you, if you're going to have to fund it, then I guess that probably put it yeah. a, a big... But luckily, we have a, a number of good sponsors Libya. for uh, this upcoming event. The title sponsor is ESS Development. Yeah. They are the developers of their two signature projects, uh, Sensory on Midtown Villas, which is in central Patiana, okay. and another Sensory Pool Villa project in Koh Chang. No. Um, that's very, I mean, walking distance from the beach, it can't be better. But what we'll do, guys, is I'll drop the links to those uh, those properties in, in uh, that we just spoke about, so I'll put all the links in there for that's you, so right. people can connect. And also, you know, get, get in touch, I mean, Likewise as well, you know, not just about moving show. Moving show is fantastic. It really is. And I'm not just saying I'm sat with you. I've been to many, many of these. They really are very well put together. You know, you, you're mixing with like-minded people. If you're in business, honestly, it's just, if you, if you ever came here and thought, cool, I'd like to get into business here, but I don't know how to do it. Come along, guys, because you're going to meet probably three, four, five hundred of local business people here that can answer all your questions. I mean, it really is just a, a walk through the door and shake hands and, hey, here you go. Bring bring your business card and uh, you know just just come and enjoy the the uh, the event because it really is fantastic. Um, what I'll also do is if you are thinking about buying a property, if you're looking for a property, you know, like Casey said, I mean, it's been a long long time. It's been a long time, um, very very highly respected in the property industry here. So again, you know, we'll put the links to uh, all town and country property in there. Right, nice you know, we're about to finish. Okay. Before we finish, I ask everybody this question. So now's the clue is whether he's ever watched my videos. No. <laughs> We're too busy. Which video? But don't do anything. I don't do anything. 
So we've got a guy sat across the road there. He's just come in. Never been to Patea before. Never, ever set foot in this city. I say, son, put your case down there. Come sit next down to Casey. What would be your words of advice? <laughs> Thank you for the invitation. <laughs> <laughs> no, what, what I would say if somebody's kind of uh, new to the Patea scene, mm-hmm. um, but if you've got your head screwed on and uh, you've got a good mindset in terms of, you know, positive thinking, um, join us. I mean, why not? If you want to pick my brain at any time, or Trevor's, we're always there to help people. That'd be a short pick. And, uh, <laughs> for me, that is for me. And, but, you know, for good advice and for some good ideas, I think we know the market quite well. You as well. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting It's been a pleasure, my friend. Okay. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank guys, you. Casey here from Town & Country Property. Get in touch, guys. Honestly, Friday. Friday. Only a few days' time. Get yourself down to the Amari. It's very easy to find. It's on Beach Road. Literally, you come down the hill. Around the bend, it's, it's the second hotel up on the left-hand side. It's really nice, five-star. So come in and just mix with like-minded people. Honestly, if you're in business, it is an absolute must-event that you've got to attend because it really is brilliant. And, of course, free flow, wine and beer and loads of great food. What more could you have? And the ladies look amazing. Amazing. <laughs> All right, so that's it from us, guys. Thank you very much, Steve, for watching. Now, as always, please remember, hit the subscribe button and also the bell icon if you'd like to be notified when I bring out another video. Uh, have a look on Discord. Discord now over 13,000 members in this growing daily. Uh, there's more and more people joining. It's a wealth of knowledge. It's totally free of charge. So have a look on there, guys. There's loads of experienced people on there that can answer questions for you if you are thinking of coming out here. And if you'd like to support the channel, there's a link to our members area on our website, buzzingpotato.com. Have a look on the menu, left-hand side. Click on that button. It will show you there what I can't show you. All right, that's it from me. That's it from Casey. Thank you very much for watching, guys. And please, wherever you are in the world, stay safe.